0: Thanks for coming today. Back into according to another pod with my best mates, Jack, here yeah? And we've also got Julian on the line. And so here today, guys, we're here to preview the World Cup. So we've got ten teams and we're gonna go through them one by one. Perhaps talk about some more than others. I'll let Jack start us. Jack, which team do you want to start with?
1: I would think we just in alphabetical order.
0: Okay. Well, alphabetical order would be Okay, African listen style. to this draw they have. The first match is India, second match is England, third match is New Zealand, fourth match is Pakistan. They've got a pretty hard first four rounds. They play Sri Lanka and Netherlands after that, which might be slightly easier. I suppose from my perspective, the two really interesting guys in their squad would be Rashid Khan and Majiba Rahman. Obviously, Rashid Khan needs no introductions. Still very young uh, and has quite a lot of uh, T20 wickets, but also been doing pretty well in the 50-over game. And Majib, ex-Brisbane Heat player, I think plays down at the Renegades now. A bit of a magician, of a carambal specialist and um, everyone who knows me knows I love a lot of the carambol. And Julie, you have know anything interesting to say about Afghanistan?
2: Well, other than their big names, they seem to have a fairly old side. There doesn't seem to be mm. much in the way of younger talent coming through. So I don't see them doing necessarily too well in the World Cup. Good luck to them. I hope they at least get one win under their belt, but I don't think mm. they're going to be very competitive.
0: Yeah, I think Mohamed Nabi has been around for a long, long time. And he's, yeah. I suppose people do say in the World Cup, you do need some experience. And mm. He's obviously played a, probably a couple of World Cups by now, at least a couple of T20 World Cups. But yeah, sort of, get what you're saying That Yeah, it's still fairly, I would say, inexperienced squad, but at the same time, a little bit old. It, what's interesting is you see a lot of people say that they think Afghanistan is going to be the the dark horse of the competition. But I just don't see it. They just don't have the batting. They've got really good spin bowlers. They've got Naveen haq and Fazolok Faruqi, who are pretty good pace bowlers. But just batting-wise, I think they're just going to be too weak.
1: I just don't see them scoring enough runs to win many games. They've got four really good spin options to choose from, full of very handy pace bowlers, but they can sort of get away with NT20 cricket because a lot of their batters are all just hitters. So if it comes off, it comes off spectacularly, but 50 over game is just a bit too long. I hope they do well. It's always good for cricket as a sport when a non-traditional nation does well, but on some of the roads that they're going to be presented with in India. It's going
0: to be tough. And it's just a punishing start for them to have to play India, <laughs> England, New Zealand, Pakistan. If you think about it, they've got to win at least one of those games and every game <laughs> after that, which is against Sri Lanka, Netherlands, Australia, South Africa.
2: Just looking here, Alec, they've actually got Bangladesh first up before India.
0: Oh, yep. Sorry, I missed that one. I'll be Nine good
1: yeah. yeah.
2: Mm. They could
1: also be in a situation where they are out of the tournament by the time they play, the, like, the end of the next four games, which is the one issue, because I don't think there was a Super 6 last World Cup. I think it was just everyone played everyone, and it was semi-final, top four. And mm. by the end of the tournament, there were so many games where neither team could qualify, because it's just one game every day. There was mm. a lot of days towards the end of the tournament where it was, like, the West Indies against Sri Lanka, and mm. they'd both been out of the tournament, which is...
2: Bit of an anticlimax. Yeah,
1: exactly. Same
0: anything to say about Afghanistan?
3: Yeah, man, I like uh, Nabi. I want to see him hit some absolute bombs. I I just don't see them doing really well. Maybe against Bangladesh, but who knows? Could you imagine if they beat India? I would love to be on Twitter that day.
0: I mean, when we get to Pakistan, we can talk about India possibly losing as well. Yeah. Okay. So we're fairly lukewarm in Afghanistan, but, you know, they could have some upsets. They get lucky against two out of the four India, England, New Zealand, Pakistan. Then that could make the end of the tournament. Let's move on, guys. Australia. What do we all think about Australia's squad and their chances? Go to you first, Julie.
2: I mean, I think the chances are high, but what I find interesting about Australia's squad is that it has a lot of all-rounders in it. That's all well and good for a T20 format, but as you were alluding to before, when it comes to one-day cricket, you've got to have a bit more temperament with your batting as well so i don't know it's an interesting call with the players they've got they've certainly got the talent and we've seen in the lead-up series against india and south africa they've been trying a lot of different things so it's hard to make a judgment call on how they're going to go in the world cup based on what we've seen they've been just experimenting in the lead-up i feel yeah it's yep. the classic
1: <laughs> australian thing of just picking your strongest squad. Regardless of when was the last time Pat Cummins or Mitchell Stark or Josh Hazlewood played one day cricket?
2: Yeah, probably the last mm. World Cup. And Maxwell, um, for example, coming off, yeah, injury. Maxwell
1: coming back from injury is massive. He and is head such being a big injured as well, yeah. And he's still in South Australia, he was at the Sheffield Shield watching, so I'm not sure what the deal with that is. Yeah, I have Australia. If they miss the semi finals, it's a catastrophic failure. I think they should pretty. <laughs> easily make the semis. And then from there, it's very much, you know, having a one-off elimination game can make it a bit more random. But their bowling, their death bowling especially, has just been really bad.
0: My issue with the team is dropping Ashton Glenn Maxwell got fourth in that India match. I just don't think that he's that a frontline spinner. In India, and especially in ODI Cricket, a good bowling team is a team who can get wickets in the middle overs, and that's normally where you go to your spinners to get those wickets. But so we've got Vamper, obviously. Even with like I think he's a good ODI bowler, I think he's a great ODI bowler. Even with him in the team, I think we're still definitely not as good as India, for example, in the spinning department, but I think other teams probably have a better spinning department than we do. I think that we're going to struggle in those middle overs get wickets, and so I think that's where Australia's biggest weakness lies.
3: Thought it was the best thing to drop a and bring Manas in, to be honest. Because you can have both Zamper and Maxwell playing the same game. Maxwell bowled really well in the last couple of games. I don't really like Schneeger, to be honest. I think he's more of a batsman than he is a bowler.
1: In red ball cricket, definitely. I would never advocate for him being in any red ball squad. But white ball cricket, he played one game and was man of the match. Then he went home, to his partner's expecting a baby yeah. so it seems almost like well he got a little injury as well so it's almost like okay you're a little bit injured but who knows when you might be coming back to India and yeah. Manus is scoring heaps of runs just a you know, convenience you thing of- yeah and yep. god help them if they're thinking Manus or Steve Smith is like the third spin option no,
3: oh, um, god, no please no
1: I because will- Maxwell you cannot bank on Maxwell being able to bowl 10 overs every game and that's the big that is probably why they've got so many all-rounders
2: bowl Ari- Alex Carey before I bowl those two
0: at <laughs> 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 I understand he point. I think Labashain coming in is good. I just mm. don't think Ashton should have gone out because mm. he's a good defensive bowler. He's really going to be able to tie down an end. And that's what spin does in the middle of his 99s. I have a question now. So I know that this Australia has a squad of, I think, what, 15 people, mm. but there's a whole lot of other people there. As well. So, how does this work? Does the World Cup say you have to have a squad of fifteen that you can pick from, and you can mm. only take people in and out if somebody's injured?
1: Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I just think Australia's batting is so much stronger than most other teams. That's their big, big point of difference. And they finally, finally have started copying England a little bit and going hard. But then having Smiths and Minus in the same team kind of. Negates that a bit, but minus is scoring quickly.
3: I yeah, thought yeah. he was a good one-day cricketer, and he went. He, ch- he said he changed something around, and he came out in South Africa and just oh, dude, he's hitting it so nicely now.
2: <laughs> I think in this World Cup, if Australia bats first in most games, they'll do well. It, you'll see what, what happened in that last game in the India yep. series, where we actually just dominated with the bat and then scoreboard pressure did the rest, and India crumbled.
0: Australia have an interesting draw as well, because their last two games are against Afghanistan and Bangladesh. And okay. so if they're one or two wins short of where they should be, they still have a pretty good chance by the, when they get to that stage. Australia, we seem to be a bit iffy about As uh, There's just said, good batting. I personally think they're a bit short in the spin department, but what's the other thing? Is anything interesting to say about Bangladesh other than... Uh...
1: What, well, Tamimikbalo? T-
0: Yeah. Does anyone understand what's happening with Bangladesh at the moment?
1: My interpretation is they asked him out of retirement and he was like, yeah, I'd happily come out of retirement to open the batting. And then they're like, no, you're not opening the batting. You're going to bat in the middle. Or in the series against New Zealand recently, (laughs) well, they had quite a few debutants and one of them did really, really well opening the batting. Mm -hmm. And so basically his spot was taken. They'll definitely win a couple of games. Very nice of you to say that.
2: Well, Um, a, a, a
1: game they win a game.
0: <laughs> Does anyone else have anything interesting to
3: say about Bangladesh? No, oh, uh, is a massive guy. I saw him play at the Oval, and I'm like, wow, that's a big guy. That's, that's, that's all I have for them. <laughs> yeah. I think
1: that they suffer from how bad the pitches are at home. They just don't mm-hmm. have any batters who can score quickly because their pitches are so difficult to bat on. So it's basically about grinding it out, surviving, which means that they can win series at home a lot, and then as soon as they get overseas, they just get blown out of the water. Yeah, They're, they're playing like 1990s, early 2000s style one-day mm-hmm. cricket where you go four and over in the middle, and on the roads in India, they're just going to get blown away. Like, I do like a couple of their bowlers. He is a great bowler, and then the fizz.
0: and Das is a good, good with the bat as well. Mm. I mean, they could supply some people, but I'd be very surprised if they didn't get through the semi final. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, sure, oh, not. All right, guys, England, previous uh, winners. Sorry, go ahead, Sid. Oh, no, nothing. I just said they are a bit shit, aren't they?
3: Uh, <laughs>
1: no. <laughs> no, it'd, be, it'd be better for everyone if they were.
0: All of the practice games have been <laughs> rained rained out. Their last one was rained out as well. But coming off winning the last World Cup, what do we think their chances are? Julian? Very high. Strong okay. team
2: all around. Very experienced. Yeah, I can see them going a very long way.
1: Yeah, Australia making the semis is a pass mark. And I think England making the final is a pass mark. Like, I think them and India are clearly the two best side and the two favorites. It does happen, like, in knockout cricket, it can happen. You lose a semifinal.
0: Yes, okay. Anything else to say about England? So they have a pretty good draw up front, New Zealand first, but then they've got Bangladesh, Afghanistan, Sri Lanka, India, Australia, finishing off against Netherlands and Pakistan.
1: There's not a run of death or a run of easy games. game. Not a group of death or run of death. The big story for me is like Jofra Archer's there. He's not yep. in the squad, but he's sort of training in the background. And if anyone gets injured towards the back end of the tournament, they're hoping he's he'll be kind fit. Of dead. I know he only played, like, one and a half games in the IPL before he injured himself again, but he was Mm. still so good in those games. There's very, very, very few bowlers that are as good as him in white ball cricket. Like, Mark Wood's obviously huge, but it's from the other end that... Um, um, Like, Rick
3: Popley or whatever.
1: Yeah. And, like, they're still all very, very good, very highly rated, go around all the domestic T20 leagues, which is kind of a sign of your ability to bowl in white ball cricket. So they're still bloody good. And they're, Uh, like, Sam Curran was player of the tournament in the T20 World Cup. So don't don't get me wrong.
2: Topley and Willie are are great for changes of pace and things like that too. They add a bit of an extra dimension.
0: I think in these these dead pitches as a pace bowler, you have to actually be like Mark Wood or Jock Archer or mm-hmm. Mitchell Stark ball really really quick and sort of take the pitch out of the equation or like you said like someone like Topley who puts in these um, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of slower ball changes of pace slower ball bounces this kind of stuff and so uh, I'm going to have a prediction here Goes, I reckon uh, Pat Cummins is going to get smashed around this ball club my, mm-hmm. my other prediction to do with the Australian even though we're talking about England is that uh, Alex Carey is going to be dismissed at least twice trying to sweep the ball maybe more Probably uh, more. All right, so England, we think that they've got a really good chance there. And um, in fact, Jackson went to the extent to say that if they don't make the finals, it's a failure. Uh, now we move on to the host, Big Dogs, India. Let's go to Saheed. What do you think about India for this one? Oh, dude, they
3: look, they look sacks, man. Not a big India fan. They they look good, man. Shubman Gill, I think he's phenomenal. I think he's the future of Indian cricket. And I think him and Roach Sharma up front, dude, it's going to be hard. Now you've got Ashwin mm. and then Jadeja, yeah, it just keeps going on. Then you got Suraj. I reckon he's gonna take the most wickets in the tournament. Guy Ooh. is on fire. I reckon they get to the final, to be honest. Uh, and Suraj yeah. is gonna be doing all of the heavy lifting on the bowling side of things.
0: Yeah, hell of a team. Hell of a team. He, okay, let's let's actually think. Who is the weakest player in the Indian squad? Who's the weakest player? There? I gotta look
2: at that, the squad. Ah, cool. Yeah, cool. I wouldn't
0: yeah. have said in. I That's would cool.
1: say I would agree. Definitely, he's basically there as cover for panja because panja's yeah. fitness is basically the difference between them being clearly in the top two and if he's out of the team it gets a bit iffy because he broke down in the semi-final of the last world cup and mm-hmm. England. like he was like in his second over or something and he got injured and that was pretty big like yeah New Zealand didn't go and smash 100 runs off the other ball or anything because it was difficult conditions, but he is such a good white ball bowler. Like him and uh, Siraj are the bowls that you look at and they're like they're not express like they're 130s, high 130s. Pandy gets a bit of swing, Siraj gets a bit of swing, but none of them are like immediately like catch your eyes. These guys are absolute superstars, but they just keep taking wickets. Mm-hmm. I don't know. They've just got to be, obviously, they've got to be good bowlers to do that. And I think Boomer as well is an interesting one because I've only seen him play in that recent series against Australia, but his pace was down a lot. So him coming back from an injury. He got smoked uh, as well against Australia. Yeah. Absolutely. He was bowling like 130 and he's normally like 140 plus. So I'm not sure if he was just pacing himself or if he's lost a bit from his injury. But yeah, Shami, Suraj if they're all fit and firing, like, mm, that's a phenomenal attack.
0: Yeah. yeah, it's going to be interesting to see who they actually pick for the team. because it, pitch. The, Yeah, true. I was going to say that I think the weakest player in the team is Ishan Kishan. I've got, I've got a bit of a thing for Sharlatoku. I don't know why. I think he's sort of got oh. the good all-rounder. Did really well at the Gapa a couple of years ago when India won the
1: series. I like him a lot as a player. I just think it shows how strong their squad is if that's your weakest player he probably be Bangladesh's second or third strongest player.
0: I, I want to actually put something forward here. I've actually got a list of India's Asia Games squad. I think they're playing a, a quarter final tomorrow. But let's look this team Ritaroj Gaikwad, Jaiswal, Juwam Tilak Varma, Riku Singh, Jitesh Sharma, Washington Sundar, Ravi Bishnoi, Ashdeep Singh, Avesh Khan, and Mukesh Kumar. More familiar with some players that team than the other, but I pretty much think that that team. Could go close to making the semifinals as well. are left. They can make
1: the semifinals easily. Especially, I forgot about Arpsteep Singh. Every time I see him bowl, he's so good. Goes for a few runs, but so does Mitchell Stark. It just seems, if you're left on pace with swing, yeah, you're a bit of a unicorn. I didn't realise that they were playing that strong of a squad. Because if they'd have played that ground that Nepal played on against... Mongolia or whoever it was, where they got 314-something oh, to watch.
2: I, I reckon as a random prediction, I think Jadeja will get, let's say, three run-outs in this tournament. Ooh. Yeah. Mm. yeah. God, do, do, think
0: he, <laughs> do you think he could be the all-rounder of the tournament as well? Well, of India. Yeah. Yeah. Possibly, yeah. A pretty good one, there Well, his radar was a bit off the other day. it would be interesting to see if Ravi Ashwin get the game. Yeah, that's my
1: prediction is if he does get a game, I think he's going to get smacked. Like he does not have a good one-day record. It just you know, seemed that they went all in on um wrist spin recently really? with getting Yadav and Chahal in the team. And I'm not yeah. sure what happened with Chahal, if he's injured or not. Just in no. I don't think he didn't get picked. And then uh, yeah. they, they dropped. Uh, Akshat Patel was out due to injury and then Ashwin. Yeah.
2: But Ashwin didn't make the 15-player cut. Is in there? Axupatil yeah,
1: was in. Oh and yeah, he got injured, and that oh, okay. That's quite a big loss, just because he can score quickly, oh. whereas Ashwin struggles with that a bit. But Ashwin's the kind of guy that he'll have seen all the predictions, and it'll really fight him up. Yeah, so uh, he'll probably prove yeah. us all wrong again.
0: It's <laughs> it's really interesting to see the different types of spinners that Jadeja and Ashwin are, because Jadeja essentially bowls one ball tries puts it on the same spot white ball cricket he sort of varies the length and varies the pace of it but he's not bowling Aaron balls he's not bowling arm balls uh whereas Ashwin's developing a new ball the time, just like Shane Warren like he's become much better at bowling his Caron ball and changed his Caron ball his Caron ball used to be a slightly more obvious and much more sort of like a leg spinner he's bowling his Caron ball these days a lot like the Afghani guy that I talked about before <laughs> Magical Raman so mm. coming out much faster, shocking the batsman. He, as I said to Jack the other day, that's how he got Manus out in one of those matches, which was a uh, was a great ball.
1: But yeah, that's a good point. He has improved, but I'm surprised he hasn't just tried to copy Jadeja and just bowl darts, like Jadeja just bowls like medium pace,
3: not <laughs> oh. 100k an hour, and he just walks. Yeah. In.
1: Yeah, he must have, like, really, really buff shoulders. Yeah. Well, you see it with his throws
0: when he's in the field. Like, he's just a gun cricketer. Three run outs. That's my call. Three run outs. I like that. that. Any other – I think uh, Shubman Gill is – I think he's going to get at least 100. That's my prediction. I'm not sure if that's even a really prediction. Ten games, he's probably going to I was going to say, play. I think he's going right. to get
1: like three. Uh-huh. Rohit Sharma got five in the last World Cup. Did he? In, yeah, in, in the nine group group matches, he got five. And then in the final, he got like a duck
0: and India oh. lost.
3: Against New um, Zealand,
0: right? Yeah. Well, they love it in the semi final, don't they? They have an interesting sort of lineup. They've got Australia first. But the thing about mm. playing at home is, and especially in a country like India, I don't fully understand the dynamics of the fan culture over there, but I know that things are going to be real bad if they lose that first game. <laughs> uh, yeah.
3: Oh, oh, yeah, dude, they're going to burn like effigies of people's but, houses and stuff. Yes.
1: It's going wild, bro. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's going to be bad if they lose a game,
0: doesn't matter yeah. it
2: like,
0: is. <laughs> it's it's going to be um, bad. Yeah, yeah, so this game three against Pakistan. They look if they they lose to Australia, beat Afghanistan, and then lose to Pakistan, it's going to be very interesting. The weight the weight's on their shoulders. That should that's what every team should be saying to them when they mm-hmm. come at the bat. You know, the weight of the country's on your shoulders, man. And yeah. you the weight of this country is pretty fucking big. We're calm. They're nervous. We're calm. <laughs> <laughs> Do we have anything to say about the Netherlands? And I don't mean this is a mark of disrespect. I just know very little about them. Really? If they If they had of let Zimbabwe qualify, I would have had much more to say. Talk about the Dutch boys if you want to.
1: Well, you love Sikander Raza <laughs> the way that I love Baz Deleida. Like Baz Deleida is already a gun and he's like 23. And he's an all-rounder. And all-rounders needed more time to develop just because if you're an all-rounder, you've got to practice your batting and your bowling, and that's a bit difficult. But he basically carried this team into the tournament. In that game, uh, that ended in a tie against the West Indies. What a game. Yeah, that was an unbelievable game. He got like 123... Off hmm. 90 balls and for wickets. Yeah, he got a five for and a ton in the same game.
0: Can and I have a he, bit of background on this guy? Because I haven't known nothing about him.
1: So his dad, Tim Delater, played for the Dutch. The 2003 World Cup Australia played the Netherlands, and his dad played for the Netherlands back then. So that's, you know, it's a family business. And he. Is one of those players that I yeah again I'm not sure how much you saw that that qualification tournament the Dutch were missing like seven or eight of their best players mm-hmm. who's I'm playing county cricket yeah their counties refused to release them <laughs> and so no one gave him a chance and I'm not sure if DeLater did have a county contract or if he didn't because if he didn't I don't understand how because yeah so he must have been like I'm going I don't care if you guys will release me or not but he's yeah. you know he's pretty tall uh, he's definitely over six foot bowls you know high 130s close to 140 meds and Mm. because he's a big boy he can hit the ball a long way so he he is a proper unicorn in the cricketing sense as well i hope he gets some contracts around the t20 circuit because that can help improve players immensely Mm. but the dutch do have some very good players because they were missing their opening bowler who played in the t20 world cup i've forgotten his name but he bowled pretty quick and he's super aggressive they were missing that old South African left armour as well. Oh
0: Van Vandermeer? Vandermeer, yeah Van Vandermeer. All right. Well, um, it seems like people do know things about the Netherlands. And- Even yeah, yeah. back O'Dowd
3: just- opening bat as well. I like him. He just doesn't like. He just gets out
1: really early. But he looks really good.
2: Yeah,
1: O'D- O'Dowd. Yeah, I like
3: yeah. him. Yeah,
2: he can o- hang around, but he's not very consistent.
1: I think winning a game. I know they won't be saying that to themselves. They'll probably be setting their target a bit higher. But winning a game is there. Goal. It's not, yes, yeah, their goal. It's not even their pass mark. Like, if they go winless, I wouldn't be surprised. Mm. But I'm hoping there's one game where Baz Delader goes nuts, especially if any of them perform against India, it's going to make them so rich. The next IPL auction, this is basically a showpiece to put themselves on the world stage, and I'm hoping they can thrive. Like, they might have games where they get hit for 350, mm. get bowled out for 250, but someone in that 250 scores 125 or something, mm. and that that's still going to be great for Dutch cricket. Because I just love the fact that they're even involved in yeah. world cricket. Yeah, it's
2: good. I was going to say the Dutch here in the team of the World Cup are like what Colombia are in South America. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say um, the, the it's fact not, they it's play not cricket happen. Ball. Exactly. It's not going to happen like winning the tournament but
0: they're there. Mm. It's good. Yeah, so, you know, an interesting one is that their first game is against Pakistan and mm. Pakistan famously slow starters and also when things go bad for Pakistan they go very bad. <laughs> oh, <God>. so, <laughs> I wish it was against
1: England though, just because I know England's completely different to the teams that did lose to Ireland a couple of times. Mm. But both of those games were the opening game of the tournament where they lost <laughs> to Ireland, and then it just all went down from there. Yeah. Like, Pakistan is very similar, probably more similar to the England of old in that they're still a bit fragile. Christ, if they lose that, my god!
0: All right, guys, we're going to move on because we got a couple to go through. New Zealand, Conway, I
3: like him. Another South African. Like, dude, they produce so much good talent. just don't them. Africa. <laughs> yeah, I like Conway. I think, I don't know. I don't know if New Zealand's going to go all the way. I don't really like Mitch Satner. He's Sodi. I don't think they're that good of a bowlers. But You've, I do.
0: Got, you've got something bad against these uh, defensive spinners. You just don't like them, right? <laughs> yeah, just try against wickets. wickets. <laughs> but, yeah, the batting looks okay. I just
3: worry about their spin options. I just don't think they really have anything there, to be honest. But,
1: Ravindra. Yeah. It- yeah. And and Glenn Phillips. It's every World Cup, though. Like, you go in looking at the squad and you're always like, oh, they got a few world-class players, but they're let down by some of the weaker players. And then yeah. they still just make the semi
3: They're nice guys. Well, I, I hope they didn't go far because they were robbed of that last year. Yeah. I say I reckon semis, but I, that's, like, high hopes.
1: I was going to save this for the end, but I might as well get in now. I just have England and India as clearly the top two. Then Australia sort of as a third by themselves. And then the fourth team like i think new zealand and pakistan are basically fighting for that other semis final mm. spot but south africa might sneak in uh, michael bracewell is such a big out oh, him not the being spinner, right? yeah and, mm. and he got like 140 something when new zealand was in india last year like he got 140 off like 90 balls in a losing cause but still one of the better one day innings i've ever seen like that was just is ridiculous he injured, or? yeah he's out injured and that's such a big loss because he He is a very, very good bowler, but also a very good hitter of the ball. And like death hitting, obviously, is incredibly hard to come by. He's a bit like Glenn Maxwell, like not quite the same caliber, but that kind of player that makes such a huge difference to your squad. And Ratchan Ravindra, just from nowhere in the last couple of weeks, has started scoring runs and big runs and quick runs. Like they've opened the batting with him in the trial game and he did really, really well. So he can sort of be, like, if he can be their player that just comes from nowhere and does really well. Like, Conway can be an anchor. Williamson, whenever he's fit, can be an anchor, and Latham can be an anchor. And then you've got, like, Mitchell, Phillips, Nation, Ravindra and uh, Will Young's a bit in between, or oh, and Chapman as well. They've got some really, really good options in the batting.
0: Yeah, I'm surprised nobody's blown up more about Darren Mitchell because I think Darren Mitchell is the bee's knees. He's mm-hmm. awesome, yeah. and I think he could do really well. But yeah, Julian.
2: No, simple comment. I know this is safe at the end, but anyway, I think they're a dark horse. I think that's a good call. they like
1: Belgium in the World Cup. Everyone says they're a dark horse. If everyone says you're a dark horse, you're not a dark horse anymore. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right. All right, maybe, maybe a few moving. World Cups ago. Pakistan, you've got to start, uh, Mister Pakistan expert. <laughs> um, I'm not the expert, but I just love the Pakistani team. They are the team that I want to win the World Cup. I'm not trying to sort of stick it to. No, a, a war over there, man. Yeah, I was yeah, gonna yeah. Say you <laughs> want to start
1: a new nuclear Armageddon? <laughs> you know, they're just
0: immensely talented. And when, as th- like we said before, when things go bad, they go very bad. When they play well, I just think that there's no team in the world can beat them. They've got a really good chance. Babar Azam is, you know, while he might not be a great T20 batsman, controversial. I think he's a great one day batsman. Got a lot mm-hmm. of options. Shadab Khan, Pakistan's version of Jadeja, I guess, although probably not quite as uh, accurate. He's been, had a bit of trouble in the trial game and it's dropping it short. Now, Harris Ralph is there, famous Tasmanian. Hassan Ali, uh, also a great one day bowler. They've got lots of really great one day pace bowlers in there. And they've got a sort of a bevy of spinning options as well. I'm waxing lyrical about Pakistan. I just think that it would be so awesome for them to do well in this World Cup.
1: If they won in India, like, oh my God, that would be something else. Particularly if it's a Pakistan-India final. But I think Nazim Shah being out is the biggest out for any team in the whole tournament. He is such a good bowler. Him and Afridi up top and then Harris-Ralph as the first change is just unbelievable. Hassan Ali, I have no idea what happened to him, but this is like he hasn't played a one dayer for a couple of years. And I remember a few years ago, just before COVID, when he was doing that oof oof celebration, like he was the best bowler in the world. I know he might have had a couple of injuries or something. I just don't know what happened to him. But if he can find his form, then that's a fantastic replacement. And their batting, like their batting, is very good, but it's a bit too slow for the modern game. Unless fuckers of mine gets off to an absolute flyer. Everyone else apart from him, like Imam Haq, Azam, Abdullah Shafiq, Rizwan, Sal Shakir, like I don't think all of them will be in the same team at the same time, but all of mm. them are like 100, 110 strike rate kind of capping out, yep. which is going to handicap them a bit. And then they've got Iftikhar as their late order hitter. He's another one that I'd like to know how old he actually is. But- <laughs> Who's <laughs>
0: the guy that we talked about in the test team? and Ali. and Ali. Oh, now oh my, <laughs> my God.
2: There's no way that
0: guy's younger than me.
2: <laughs> It'll be interesting to see that the practice game that's happening as we speak right now, Australia and Pakistan, you don't have the two big guns of Rizwan or Baba in that game. So mm. who else is going to step up? I think that's what... Pakistan selectors are asking right now.
1: Well, this is a proper sidebar. This will probably be edited out of the thing entirely. But Hmm. like going back to Alex's point about Baba not being a good T20 player, I agree totally, and the same with Rizwan. Both of them, they score 100 partnership after 100 partnership at like eight and over and then get out and they leave too much to the tail. or well, not the tail, but you know what I mean, the people about bat yeah. after. Them. But then anytime they get out cheaply at the start of the innings, they just get rolled for 80 anyway. So it's seems like they're damned if they do and they're damned if they don't. And it works much better in one-day cricket. Like scoring at a runner ball a bit better than a runner ball is not a cardinal sin in no. one-day cricket. And yeah, I'll I'll repeat this later. My tip of leading runner scorer in the tournament is one. But Julian's point is exactly right. Like this game without either of them, You'd hope someone was going to stand up.
3: I just want to see Bubba scores and runs. I like, I absolutely love watching Bubba bat. Just great cover drive, gets me, uh, gets the blood rushing in all parts of my body when he hits that. <laughs> I don't really have anything else to say. I think Pakistan yeah, it's either they're gonna play very well or it's gonna go absolutely disastrous and it's gonna be a horrible tournament for, for them. But I hope it doesn't. I hope it goes well for because they're they're good to watch.
0: Yeah, right, guys. Let's go into South Africa, Julian
2: i like south africa i would think they're also another dark horse option i'll say that they proved that they can play when they were two nil down against australia in their home ground and they came back and won a series three two they're fast bowling at the moment though, is suffering because they've got nokia out which is a huge problem but batting-wise, they've got so many options. They've got lots of IPL experience. I know this is one-day cricket, but a lot of these guys have been playing for years. They'd be capable of translating their skills into one-day. Batting-wise, I think they're all good. It's just their fast bowling, which I'm, I've got concerns about.
0: Yeah, and in, in terms of spin, I'm just looking at their squad now. They've got Tabriz Shamsi, who at one point was the best T20 bowler in the world. And they've got uh, keshev Maharaj, who's also a great spinner and so like an Ashton guy, like bigger in ODO cricket, he can, he can bat well as well. Even Adam Markram bowls a bit of office.
2: Markram's been bowling in
1: like T20s, like opening the bowl. I was just reading the squad because like Julian's point about them having a lot of batting is kind of a surprise because their big criticism of them is that they don't have batting. Like the huge mm. decision that they make is they bat Marco Jansen at seven. That is too high for a player like him. Like The top six absolutely need to fire in order for mm. get, to give their bowlers anything to bowl at. Temba Bavuma seems to have come good in one-day cricket in the last year or so. Like He's been mm-hmm. batting really well. Quentin de Kock, obviously a gun. Klarsen, Markram, Miller, and Van Der Dusen. Uh, it would be Rastisi because he's got a great one-day record. But I've got a lot more hope for them now than I did a month ago or whenever before that Australia series. Particularly, Heinrich Klassen just seems to... He's come from nowhere in my radar to all of a sudden that 170 he got was just outrageous. And his ability to hit along with David Miller. Ideally, you'd have Miller and Klassen. You'd have them batting six and seven, but batting them five and six just means that the top four need to stay in for a long time to give them a platform.
2: I agree with what you're saying. It's like, would Australia put Stark in at seven?
0: Yeah sahib so, hey, did you have anything special you want to mention about south africa
2: no i think they might
3: like always always been a big south african fan but yeah i would like them to also win the world Cup. the only person i don't really like in their squad is rita Hendricks. i just don't think like he bats very well i don't think i've ever seen him bat right. well at all like he scores like maybe 20 and gets out but yeah i hope they go a long way And i think nokia is probably their biggest loss and mm-hmm. hopefully Nghiti and kg can do some damage
0: i've got a weird prediction about stuff i think i don't know how the rest of the time is going to go but i think that they are going to be beat india yeah i don't know it just seems like they're the team that could do it they've just got so much power yeah uh, in, in the middle order i think that they're just going to blow india out of the water a bit i don't know why it just just sort of came to me but I write like it the... down fellas write it down
1: that's a good prediction it's completely random I think it's well, a good it might have nothing to do with the rest of the tournament like the outcome but I like that. I like that a lot because I, I think it'd be hilarious. I wouldn't mind if they won it as well. Every previous World Cup there's been so much expectation around South Africa and like talking about choking blah blah blah. This World Cup no one would be expecting much and if they go and win the whole thing I think that'd be amazing. Yeah. That team in 2015 was like AB de Villiers in the middle, not yeah. even making the final and then this team with yeah, really a bunch of by South African standards, pretty ordinary players, apart from, you know, like cock and Rabada and Miller.
3: This is Quinton's last series, right? He's retiring after this, isn't he? Jeez. Yeah. He's only
1: got 30. He's one of those guys who's, like, really good at cricket, but he's he doesn't love it. When he's in a T20 franchise, he says he goes to training the first day to meet people and then doesn't train again for the rest of the tournament.
3: Oh, I wish I could do that. We train, like, five times a week, can't even get a wicket. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: Okay, guys, let's go on to the last team, Sri Lanka. Sri Lanka has just gone through it a bit recently. You know, obviously politically, economically, they've had some struggles and I think to a certain extent, that's been reflected in the cricket team. It's just been a bit sort of all over the place. I just don't think they've got a team that could win the World Cup. They've I'm obviously, I'm a big fan of Tikshana, Karambola, Sanjay de Silva. I think obviously is the great batsman is in really good form at the moment. But no, I can't see them getting to the semifinals. finals. No, I was just going to say not at
2: all. They've got no batting around. Well, I'm just looking at, the again, a warm-up game that's happening right now. I know it's not a strong opposition, but they're playing Afghanistan right now. Fusel Mendes just put on 158 off 87 balls. He was retired out. And (laughs) the next top scorer is 39. If they had
1: Hasaranga, that makes them a completely different team because... His bowling is just phenomenal, particularly in India. It just seems like in the IPL, he always when it, he's always like the last man picked, and then he comes in and does really well. Is he injured? Or... Yeah, he's out injured, unfortunately. So there's mm. quite a. This is the World Cup I remember more than any others that has some big outs for a lot of sides, and like even Williamson's kind of oh, him, yeah. him him batting in that practice game the other day was not good. Like his running between the wickets was not good. He retired hurt. Yeah, if they had Hasaranga, I'd say maybe they could sneak into, like, the fourth position on the table and make a semi, but I just can't see it with the team they have. And it's not in Sri Lanka. Like, the Asia Cup, if it was anywhere else, I don't think they would have made the final. And then we all saw what happened in the final itself.
3: What do you reckon? Yeah, I think they're going to finish towards the end of the table. Pretty horrific. Right.
0: It's very very sad because... Uh... It is.
3: They were great. But like, like, even, like, um, 50 years ago, what a great side they had. And it's just like... Mm. Just crumbled, just that's like their economy, right? All
0: right. Well, some pretty dire predictions there for Sri Lanka. The finale of the podcast today, and I'll go through the seven questions that we have, and I'll start with Julian. The top wicket taker, mate. Who do you think is going to get the most wickets? Zampa. Zampa, nice. Top run scorer? Gil. Gil. That's, that's going to be a very popular one. Player of the tournament? Player of the tournament. Ooh. This is one that Jack may be put in. You can be Zamper or Gil if, you, if you'd like to.
2: No, I'm going to go with an Englishman, and I'm going to go player of the tournament. Let's make it Harry Brook.
0: It's a really interesting top three you to put there, because the player of the tommy you'd have to guess is probably going to play in the final and so yeah. Yeah, either one of your top wicket taker or your top run scorer has haven't got to the final and haven't played that extra game all right hedging um, bets oh i didn't realize that this is we're we actually going to get scores out of seven for this all right the dark horse
2: yeah i i reckon well i've said either south africa or
0: new zealand pick one okay can we, can, can we commit to one <laughs> South Africa. south africa okay overrated overrated australia Yep. And who do you hope to win? Hope to be
2: New Zealand, just for what happened last time. New Zealand. Yeah. A bit of karma there. Yep. And who will win? It's either going to be India or England. I'm going to go India because I haven't said them yet.
0: Okay, cool. Okay, I'll go to you, Jack. Uh, top wicket taker, I mate. Mean.
1: Uh Mitchell Stark, again.
0: Ooh, top run score.
1: Rizwan. Mohammad Rizwan.
0: Player of the tournament?
1: Glenn Maxwell.
0: Ooh. England. The Dark Horse.
1: If we're qualifying Dark Horse as just making the semis to be a surprise team in the semis, I will go with South Africa as well. Overrated? I mean, it's definitely Australia.
0: Uh, hope to win? New Zealand. Uh, and will win? England. Well, oh, okay. England, not India. Interesting. Interesting. All right, See. What oh, we could take a Me. Suraj. Suraj. Top run square.
3: I think Gil or Sharma, but I think Gil.
0: I hope it's Gil. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it would be so good to watch. The player of the tournament? Gil.
3: The Dark Horse?
0: South Africa. Overrated? I, I
3: want to say England. I'll get, yeah, go. I'll, I'll say England.
0: You want to say England? Okay, cool. Yeah. Man, who do you hope to win? South Africa.
3: And who will win? I think India to be honest. I New would
2: England. like someone else to win. Come on, the Netherlands are going to win. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> it is they're just too good man yeah okay so top wicket taker, take i'm gonna go with shay and top run scorer i think it's gonna be Shubman gill player of the tournaments i think i'm also Shubman gill the dark horse i was gonna say you know i was gonna say new zealand but i think people have a lot of respect for new zealand so i'm not sure if i'm really adhering to that label very well overrated definitely australia just, I just think our batting's a bit shaky. I think our bowling is a bit underdone. Hope to win. Of course, it's going to be Pakistan, and we'll win. Unfortunately, I think it's going to be India. Can we have a punt at most catches? Oh, that's a um, good one. All right, let's do it, Julian. Um, go for it.
2: Ah, most catches, and
0: are we including wicket keepers? I was just about to say that. Are we? No. <laughs> yeah,
2: don't include wicket. Oh, sorry, non wicket keeper. Most catches. Well,
1: I'm going to go Jadeja then. Jadeja, okay, cool. And is three run outs going to be the most in the tournament? Ooh. Yeah,
0: well, nice. actually, no. I, I want to do something about run here. I want to do something a bit different. Not mm. which person will get the most run outs. Which team will suffer the most run outs Oh,
1: Pakistan. Ah, oh. <laughs> Afghanistan. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm going to say Pakistan. Yeah. As much as I love them. <laughs> Netherlands. <laughs> <laughs> Netherlands. <laughs> 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 All right, guys. Thanks for coming on again. And I suggest that we uh we do this on a sort of a weekly basis through the world cup maybe talk about some games predictions of how things are going to go in the next couple of games if you guys are available and welcome to come back yeah yes
1: always happy to chat
0: cricket mate guys thanks very much for joining us we're going to make this a regular thing throughout the world cup and i hope you guys enjoy being here absolutely thank you always it was a pleasure love cricket